groovy. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture, mainly comic book movies. I'm going to be honest, it is mainly comic book movies. My name is Edward Lauder. I'm the editor of Small Screen, and uh, today I am here on my own. There's no producer at the moment. He might join later. Um, so... <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do all his clips that he does in the show, so I'm, uh, I'm apologizing to people out there like probably Reese and uh, and Kazakhs already for this. But this is going to be a more stripped down show, and I'm just going to I'm going to go over the news. I'm going to uh, talk to you guys, and um, before I get started, if you can follow us everywhere at Small Screen Co, that'd be wonderful. Uh, that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you could like and subscribe, that'd be really really cool as well. And you can also follow me as well if you want on Twitter. That's at EJ Lauder, and uh, this is then released as a podcast later on and you can find that wherever you get your podcast at small screen stories so let's get right into it let's start um with the uh, the comments so dc talk with extended said let's do this let's do this um <laughs> cisco says was blessed enough to win an imax pre-screening of zaxana's justice league last night via afsp uh, donation campaign well done well that's brilliant cisco uh, i'm really happy to hear that and then uh, he said what an epic heartfelt full-bodied intense triumphant uh, comic book movie achievement with some light-hearted moments as well my buddy and i are still mesmerized well i'm really really happy to to hear that you guys saw it i haven't still haven't got to see it yet but as, as we have said before i will see it uh, on thursday and then we're going to be doing a super team megaforce chat uh, about it so we're going to be talking about it then um tonight th this is more about the fan reaction this show about how the fans have been reacting to this uh zack Snyder's justice league and i am now so pumped to see this movie i wasn't a couple weeks ago i wasn't as pumped as i am now for some i'm just i'm just feeling the excitement i'm really feeling the excitement so uh chubby teddy monster productions i love that name by the way says man i can't wait till thursday i cannot wait till thursday either um and cisco uh let's just say that zack snyder's justice league shits all over that crap justice league from 2017 one of the best comic book movie ensemble films ever and then he said one last thing i feel sorry for any filmmaker who tries to direct a justice league film after zack snyder's justice league and uh, and hopeful arc in the words of lucius fox from the dark knight uh <laughs> i will say to them good luck and Colin says, less than 48 hours, I'm pumped. Yeah, so in the UK, we're getting it before any, everyone else. In France, we're getting it like an hour after. Uh, so, and then, uh, hello there. So hello to Reese. And then um, <laughs> Regina Keaton says, no fear, I'm here. How's it? How um, how it going? How's it going, everyone? Uh, I'm very well. Let uh, let bridging the geekdoms know in the comments how you guys are going. Uh, it's it is it's it's we're uh, very close. And hello there. You see, I've, ma I've managed to uh, to do his comments as well, his little bits as well. Uh, EJ Bass says, so ready. So it seems as though everyone is very, very ready for this movie. And we really actually saw that recently on Twitter, the fan reaction, because a lot of people over the weekend, some very, very, um, uh, well, lucky people, uh, got to see the movie before everyone else. So one of those from, one of those people was uh, friends of the sh friend of the show, Sil Abdul, uh, from Sil Abdul Inc. Got to see it, and I actually spoke. I got to speak to him very briefly about the movie, and he is. <laughs> he just loves it. He loves it. He's seen it twice now, I believe. So that's eight hours he's put into it. We had a little discussion about it yesterday with Matt Jarbo, who was on the show, and it was. I mean, he's very. Again, there's so. 
uh, there, there are so many people, if you go on Twitter at the moment, uh, it's mostly positive. So, of course, we do have the, the usual suspects that are very negative about this movie. You know, the Andy Signals, the Scott, Men um, what's his name? Scott, is it Scott Mendelssohn? Is that his name? Um, uh, a, a person that is, seems to be very much against the Zack Snyder Justice League movie. Uh, Colin. Uh, no co uh, cocaine today. I will. Uh, you know what? It's, it's difficult to talk and do all of this at the same time. That's why uh, I just. Cocaine. What I was going to say uh, was <laughs> that that's why it's so good to have a producer. I'm trying to do both. Uh, so do bear with me. And then uh, UK gets it at. Yeah. So like one past midnight. So that's thursday morning so like very very early thursday morning and cisco says hello there obi-wan um and then reese says sil won't let you forget he's seen it early yeah it's you know it is it is that kind of thing Sil it does love talking about it but the, the whole thing is that this has been so many years coming so many years in 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 the works and uh it's really i think it's for for all of us, for all us fans, sorry, of Zack Snyder's work, which I, I mean, I know yesterday I said that I wasn't the biggest fan of some of his DC Comics movies. I am a real fan of his work in general. I think Watchmen is one of the best comic book movies ever made. Uh, I also think 300 is. So I think he's he's shown in the part. He's also brilliant at making uh, zombie movies, as, we, as we've seen with Dawn of the Dead. So he's a director that I think is one of the visually the most interesting directors around. He has... He plays with really, really big themes, really big themes, and things that other directors are just scared to really get anywhere near. And uh, he's obviously seen, for him, his interpretation of these uh, of these superheroes is that they're gods. And you know what? He's not wrong. They would be. Imagine if people were like that, like superpowered people going around our world now. They would be considered gods uh dc talk with extended says what's up reese so there's some good uh, good chat going uh, going on in the chat so what's up with dc talk extended so yeah um let, first off let me know if you've seen it because i know there are there are some people of course i think cisco got to see it uh he, a lucky guy got to see it in imax i mean everyone else is going to be seeing it probably on their um <laughs> either on their monitors or on their on their tvs um I'm going to have to see it on a TV, uh, which is not the way I wanted to see it. I really wanted to get to see it in the cinema. Uh, but again, uh, I'm no longer living in London, so that means that I no, no longer have access to screenings, and they're not doing screenings anyway, and then the screeners never got to me, even though I was promised one. And um, I'm, not, I'm not going to uh, go too much into that, um, but I'm just going to say that Warner Brothers didn't, didn't want to send me one, which was interesting. Uh, I'm still not quite sure why. Uh, I don't know what happened there, but you know, I think it's just... They sent so many out to so many people. To people, of course, I'm. I'm not going to say that I deserved one because I was. I, I mean, I, I wasn't one of the people that was really trying to get this film off the ground. Uh, there are a lot of people out there. Sil Abdul's one of them. You know, the 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 release the Snyder Cut people. I was I was sharing the hashtag and stuff like that, and trying to get, trying to get it known that this film really should be released. But I wasn't one of the people that was literally devoting. A lot of time to this. I was covering it on small screen, uh, but it's it's just it's one of those it's one of those things. It's, I never really thought it'd be be made. I'm going to be honest. I never thought that Warner Brothers would capitulate. And one of the reasons I think why it's happened is because Warner Brothers was bought by AT and T. So that's why that happened. But um, it just seems to be one of those things that I think uh, a lot of a lot of people have been asking for for so long, and they're the people that deserve to see it first. And I think they did exactly the right thing. Uh, there were some reviewers that, I mean, if you go on Rotten Tomatoes, 
I don't really want to talk too much about Rotten Tomatoes. I believe Syl is doing a show right now with Film Gob about that. So you could, you know, go, go and go and watch the replay of that after this. Uh, but he, they're basically talking about whether Rotten Tomatoes matters anymore. And I think the overall um, consensus is that no, it doesn't, because critics don't, especially some of these critics. They really are like now that they care more about their own personal brands than whether than letting people know whether they like the movie or not they're watching. And I know I've I've known critics in London. I've I, I worked with them. I've I've met them personally, um, and they are a bit like that. They they are very much um, that they they, they uh, suffer from massive egos. Most of them are are men, and um, most of them like uh, they like it when uh, when they spark debate and um get a lot of hate actually they find it quite uh, invigorating for some reason uh so what else do, do we have in the comments we have um reese says i would love a vampire film from zach since he likes uh, to add christian themes to his films and vampires are perfect for that that's a brilliant idea reese i would love to see zach snyder do a, a vampire movie that's something that i think i think you need to get that off the ground i think you need to start start uh, asking for that on social media that'd be a really cool cool film so long to wait still but <laughs> so, bridging the geekdoms is is waiting for this movie uh, Reese says Andy Signal got a screener and it wasn't up to Zach. He didn't like the fact he got one. I saw that. I just saw that. I just saw Andy Signal put that video up, and um, I mean, I found it really strange that Andy Signal got the, got the screener because he has been very much against this thing uh, since the beginning. Really, he was saying that it wasn't going to happen, and then he's very much against Ray um, Ray Fisher, and I, th I just think it's it's getting ridiculous now. It's getting like like a telenovela. And do I do apologize for my terrible hair, by the way? Uh, but it's um it's just one it's one of those things that it's like why do they send it to him? I really do think that was Warner Brothers, and that wasn't that wasn't Zach's decision because his uh, his review wasn't particularly positive was it and um it's just it's, it it was never going to be it's like what are you going to get from him what are you going to get from a person who's been so against this project from the beginning of course you're going to get uh going to get basically hate what it is what what he's spreading but I mean, his review was kind of, it was negative, but also it was trying to be slightly more positive because, uh, as I was saying before, the early reactions are incredibly positive from all. And I know people will say that um, it's a lot of people that were very much for this from the beginning. And um, uh, it's like, yes, but also aren't these the people that matter the most, the people that watch this thing, the people that are really invested in this? And also the fact, I'm going to say, the fact that my wife wants to see this movie with me is uh, is genuinely insane because it's four hours long and she said she's going to watch it with me, which I'm very happy about. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a real kind of weird thing to, to, to watch, I'm going to be honest. Um, and then, uh, sorry, sorry. So Reese says, I don't get how you can get verified as a Rotten Tomatoes critic when the haters posted uh, forward reviews for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, yeah, well, as I think I did say this, I'm I'm a Rotten Tomatoes reject. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I, honestly, there are some people that got got uh, credited on Rotten Tomatoes that I real I really want to understand. We got Kazakhs in the comments. How are you doing, Kazakhs? Uh, I will <laughs> just let me do this. Yeah, and then I'll give you. Welcome, Kazakhs. <laughs> that's 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 uh, just for you. Uh, Cisco says, "Signal pig is pure." I, okay, I'm not quite sure what you what you mean there. Uh, maybe I should have brought that comment up, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, 
And Reese says, I think Edward is going to play cocaine and now you hit. I did. I did do that. I did do that. Uh, so we got we got so much stuff going on in the comments. It's uh it's it's great to see you guys all all talking so much. Uh we really should have a premiere for select fans, and everyone else has to wait until the 18th. So I think that's that's what they wanted to do. That's that's what the original idea was to begin with was to get get this out to the fans to the people that are supposedly the the executive producers of this uh, Snyder cut but i i do think that Warner Brothers's marketing team kind of got in the way which is why they said no you have to send you have to send it out to um to reviewers to to you know verified rotten tomato critics let's say uh, again the whole rotten tomatoes thing is getting a bit bonkers because the way the way it's like first off it kind of has to be over 60% like they're saying for it to be certified fresh i'm sorry but if you if you give like which is basically a three star uh, you know um it's a, it's a, it's a three star rating if you give something a three star rating it's not saying it's a very good movie it's basically saying eh, it's fine and that's certified fresh really i i i really do think um they need they need to change things at Rotten Tomatoes, I think, and that's that's not me being bitter because honestly, I could not care less if I was um, <laughs> certified uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic or not. I did it because it was it's kind of the thing you have to do if you're writing reviews about things. Uh, <laughs> Signal Pig is sad. Wow, Cisco, you don't like Andy Signal, do you? Um, ever since audience scores like CinemaScore and Letterboxd became a thing, critics were slated to uh, become irrelevant, exception being YouTube film critics. Long written reviews nobody reads anymore. You are right. You are you are right. R honestly, long written reviews no one really reads anymore. And um, it's kind of, it's both sad and both kind of inevitable because, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to do a video about and, and, and review something in a video, I mean, I do like, I do like reading reviews. I, I do. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, uh, over time i found myself i just watched i just watched the video like i think it, this for me started with ign the way ign did it they did the written review and they did the um the video review as well and i think a lot more people would go onto their articles and just watch the video and then not not bother reading the article and probably scroll down to the end to see the score and that's all that people care about now but critics are they are they and I, and I was one I was I was a TV critic not a film critic um, I wanted to be a film critic it's very much more my scene uh, but it's you know you don't always get what you want in life but um, I've got this now which is great uh, so yeah like the way the way the way it's, it's going is that critics just can't see that or, or they won't accept that they still think people read like their reviews for instance there's a film critic that in the uk that you might know if you're based in the uk called mark kermode and mark kermode is without a shadow of a doubt one of the most respected film critics i think in in britain probably probably the world if maybe not the world but definitely in the uk and reading his reviews it, it, for me that was the way into film criticism and that that meant a lot to me but then i then i discovered his podcast and uh, which is the Kermode and Mayo film podcast, I think it's called the Kermode and Mayo. I can't remember what it's called anymore. But um, yeah, and he does it with Simon Mayo. And um, that then made me stop reading his reviews because I just would listen to the podcast because it's just it's just the way. I mean, I, I still I still like reading the odd review that you know here and there, but I really don't anymore. And I think that's the way it, the way it's going. And I think that's really for Rotten Tomatoes. That is kind of what's happening. And they, and I do see them. They are starting to um, basically 
bring in more um, YouTube reviewers into like, for instance, Grace Randolph is on, uh, is on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. And uh, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that seems to be happening more and more nowadays. So does it, does it matter anymore? Not as much as it used to. Cinema score is something that I'm not overly familiar with because it's more of a US based thing. But I think that's literally them coming up to people after watching it and saying, how did you, what did you think of that film? That is something for me, I need time before, before I get to process, before I can give any sorts of opinion on a movie. Uh, sometimes after a film, like I, there, there are a bunch of movies that I've watched and coming out of the cinema, I thought that was great. And then thinking about it a bit more, thinking actually, no, it wasn't as good as I remember it being. So yeah, it's just one of, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's just, uh, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's just like, I think Rotten Tomatoes needs a good shakeup. That's basically that. That's that's what I want to say. You can take breaks in parts watching it, uh, watching or pause it unless uh, you power through it. Pacing is actually fine if you power through it. Each to his own. So that's obviously people talking about how uh, how long it is, how long the movie is. Four hours is pretty long. Um, sorry, here we go. Are you are you watching it at one a.m. or waiting until the morning? I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to watch it probably in the afternoon, uh, mainly because I've got to I've, I've got to work uh, before, but. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be uh, waiting up uh, and, at 1 a.m. to watch it, mainly because I've got I've got to do the Super Mega Force team chat at 2 a.m. in the morning the, on Friday. So I think I can't have too many late nights. <laughs> that's that's just uh, that's uh, that's going to be too difficult. So yeah, we're, 1 a.m. UK time is like is two is 2 a.m. here. Yeah. It's, uh, so so yeah, it's okay. We're two days away now, so it's it's coming. It's it's really coming. And uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are very much excited for it. At least I got my free Justice League T-shirt. If I don't get to see it a little a little early, so you, EJ Bass, you obviously got a, a Justice League T-shirt when you went to see Justice League, right? Was it was that was that when you got that? Let me know. Um, where we know Rotten Tomatoes is compromised. As, <laughs> as Rotten, all that matters is audience score, really. Uh, yeah, probably. I think I think that's probably about right. But then again, the audience score does have a tendency of being like you know that, that it gets attacked. Certain certain times, so that's also not a very good thing. Uh, right, what what else do we have? Um, Reese says I'm ready for. I ordered a one one kilogram of pineapple cubes and some wham bars for it. <laughs> one kilogram of pineapple. Wow, that's a lot of pineapple. <laughs> be, be careful, it's corrosive. Pineapple, it might you know, it's not, it's not great for your teeth, and if uh, you can you can end up being quite painful actually. One kilogram, that's a lot. Um, no entiendo el inglés. Oh, so someone, yeah. <laughs> I hope I said that right. <laughs> some Spanish there, right, Kaz? And then um, we got so we got some. Uh... Oh no, it was it was DC fandom. Oh, okay, so you got it. At DC, you got your Justice League T-shirt at DC fandom. So it's basically the whole thing. The whole thing is it's coming out soon. Uh, the early reactions are really really positive, which is great, and uh, I can't wait to see it. It seems as though all you guys in the chat are really excited to see this as well. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Sil is still joining the stream. I don't know. He tends to pop in kind of um, unannounced <laughs> often. I think he's doing his own thing with Film Gob at the moment, so he probably won't be joining uh, today. But again, as I said, we've got a big thing coming on Friday, and um, that's going to be huge. So I'm really, really looking forward to to sharing that with you guys. That's going to be a really cool show. 
Uh, right, moving. Basically, one of the other things I wanted to go over today was the the news, supposed news. Now, I'm going to say this does come from Daniel Rickman, so do take this with a huge pinch of salt. Um, but is Pedro Pascal thinking of leaving the Mandalorian? Well, according to um, Daniel Rickman, he's now saying that just that. Uh, sorry, not I've been talking so much Justice League. No, that Lucasfilm is now worried that he's going to leave the show. So um, I think I've spoken about Daniel Rickman on on multiple occasions. There's a lot of stuff that he uh, that, that that he teases or that he says on his Patreon page, his beloved Patreon page, where people pay for his scoops, which I still, even though Matt Jarbo the other day said it was a, a good business strategy, it, it is a good business strategy, but I just find it very strange. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, and also, I mean, you can just go to We Got Discovered and get them all for free. But um, according to him, they're worried because of The Last of Us, because uh, Pedro Pascal agreed to play Joel in The Last of Us, they're worried that he's now going to leave um, The Mandalorian. So as I always say with um, Daniel Rickman stuff, do take this with a large pinch of salt. As we were talking about yesterday, for some reason, Pedro Pascal is one of those actors that some YouTubers and some online um, critics, let's call them, or like, I don't know what Daniel Rickman is, scooper, um, like they, they really like to attack him. And it would make no sense for me, but the guy's been talking uh, just so much about wanting to play this character more and wanting to play him in more Star Wars properties. So why would he then just go off and decide, I'm just going to do play Joel and The Last of Us. That's probably going to, how many seasons is that going to go on for? What, three maybe? How many seasons do you think? Um, apart from, apart from um, uh, Game of Thrones, most things at HBO Max tend to get three seasons max. Sorry, HBO tend to get three seasons max. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that's, for me, I'm really not buying it. I'm really, really not buying it. And um, I hope it's not true because I, I think Pedro Pascal is a fantastic actor. And even though he doesn't spend that much time in, in the mask, in, in the helmet, um, he still gives something to that character. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that that is just a load of nonsense <laughs> from Daniel Rickman. And uh, <laughs> he says, I didn't realize Daniel was a mind reader. And actually, you know what? That's something that I thought when I first read this. And um, here, comes, here comes the BS talking about Daniel Rickman. But as I always say with this, it's like the problem with Daniel Rickman is it's so difficult to... Um, because uh, I think this really, for me, came after the Disney Investors Day presentation because I was looking at a lot of the stuff he said and a lot of the stuff he was talking about was announced at the Disney Investors Day presentation. So I was kind of like, oh, all right, well, maybe he's got some sort of source that, that is right. <laughs> but um, no, he, but basically for him, it's, it's a case of throwing everything out there and seeing what sticks. And for some reason, one of those things he likes to throw a lot of stuff at, that there are a couple of people in particular but one of the people he really likes to um, talk about and kind of bash is Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal is not leaving The Mandalorian. He's not leaving The Mandalorian because he's been cast in another show. If he were leaving, it would be the, the thing that I would say would be the way Gina Carano was treated because the two of them are friends. They might not see eye to eye politically, which they've made very plain actually in the past, but uh, it, was, it's, it's, it was reported, and this is actually true, that he did not like the way they handled the situation, uh, that he he would have preferred something else. And um, so it's uh, it's just, uh, I, I'm really, I'm really, 
I don't know why people like Daniel Rickman like to write this sort of stuff. And I did say in the article, I don't believe this is true. But the problem with Daniel Rickman is that he does tend, he does, he is true on occasion. So it would be kind of annoying if I if I don't cover. I do I do put it out there as a rumor, and I do say that. And I've written in the past about how like the whole uh, Grace Randolph thing, uh, where she was saying that he's leaving the show because he he wanted more time out of the helmet and all that rubbish. I said that was a load of nonsense, and I'm calling this one out as well. This this is just a load of absolute nonsense. Uh, Kazakhs asks in the comments, um, "What did you think of, of the about the Last of Us two? And then my brother comes into the comments. So Freddie. <laughs> Freddie says he hasn't played it and he's right I haven't played the last of us two I played the first one I haven't played the second one uh thank you very much Freddie for that and uh he keeps on saying it's too busy watching movies um yeah I, I I mean I loved the first last of us game I heard um mixed kind of thing this uh, last of us part two is incidentally one of the most um it's won more awards than any other game but that doesn't always mean anything um but like for instance like freddie and my other brother robert both played it and i don't think robert liked it that much i'm not sure what freddie thought about it actually freddie if you'd let me know in the comments what did you actually think about it um and then kazak's realizing freddie lol okay yeah freddie's my brother so if you didn't know that he should join us on a stream one day actually freddie if you have a, if you have a mic and a camera you should come and uh and uh, and, and discuss Last of Us Part Two. Tell me why I should play it. Uh, EJ Bass, Disney better not touch a hair on Pedro's head. No, they really shouldn't. But uh, do let me know what you guys think about all of this in the comments. If you think it's uh, it's real, do you th do you believe Daniel Rickman on this case, or do you think it's a load of BS like uh, I do? Let me know in the comments. Right. Uh, moving on. Uh, moving. Actually, one more. Kazakh says it's a very good story, and uh, um, and especially the execution is bad. Mm, that's kind of what I heard. I heard pe I actually heard people got a bit annoyed with the with some of the story in it. Yeah, I think <laughs> here we go. Uh, Pug Tolani said, "I think I asked uh, this last stream, uh, but I don't think you answered. I'm sorry about that. Uh, do you believe Elizabeth Olsen is in Spider Man Three? Okay, I've got some news for you on that one. Um, Elizabeth Olsen did actually uh, talk about this. So she so she actually said." that she hadn't been contacted about it but she was pretty sure she was going to be joining that party was what she said uh, I, d I have asked around and people have said that told me um but the th pe like the, the, <clears throat> so i'm going to be honest some of these people i'm not too sure about um but they did say that elizabeth olsen is going to be in the movie is going to be playing scarlet witch in the film the thing is none of these people can i can really confirm that they are who say who they say they are. So I haven't actually shared anything on that. Uh, one, I, ha I have been talking to Mikey about it a bit, and and he seems to think it might be happening that she might be joining it. But I, one thing is for sure, she's definitely in Doctor Strange too. Whether or not she turns up towards the end of Spider Man Three or not, whether it's like a it, co it could possibly be like a, a very brief appearance at the end, maybe even a post a post credit scene involving Scarlet Witch. I am not so sure. One of the things, one of the reasons why I think it could happen is because of the multiverse factor, which it seems as though this movie is going, the No Way Home is going to involve the multiverse. So one of the reasons why she would be in it is because of that, because it seems as though she's going to be the one that's kind of messing around with the multiverse. None of this is, this is all speculation. This is nothing that I can confirm to you uh, 100%. It's just from talk, like talking to people that, you know, as I said before, I get messaged by a lot of people now on Twitter and um, 
and actually on LinkedIn, weirdly enough, I'm starting getting messages on LinkedIn from people. Um, but uh, uh, I do, I do try to make sure that people remain anonymous when they when they contact me with a uh, with little insider information. Uh, it's not always easy to do. You w- it's much easier when you can confirm who they say who who that they are, who they say they are. Actually, the only way you can do that is through LinkedIn or through a verified email account. Email accounts can be can be faked, but that's just a scoop game. We'll go into that a bit more later on. Uh, Cisco says Daniel Rickman has suckered a lot of peeps. He really has, hasn't he? He really, really has. He's got like over a hundred thousand followers on Twitter, which I always find a bit weird. Uh, and then uh, the Pogsalani feels like I feel like a post-credit scene is possible. That that is what I'm hearing, but again, I can't confirm that to you a hundred percent. I can't. I can't confirm. I can't. I cannot confirm that to you a hundred percent. I would love to, but I just can't. Uh, right, moving on, and I want to move on to <laughs> a bit of news that I'm pretty sure a lot of you might not like too much, and that's that uh, Amber Heard is apparently fighting for a bigger role in Aquaman 2, and guess who this comes from? Daniel Rickman. Yes, it's the Daniel Rickman segments of the show where we talk about all the stuff that he's saying, and one of the things he's saying at the moment is that uh, apparently uh, Amber Heard wants a larger role in Aquaman 2. The thing that <laughs> the reason I want to talk about this is because I was actually told the I wasn't told the opposite but what I, what I was told was that uh, Warner Brothers executives are trying to cut her role in the movie uh, because they kind of see her as da- well not damaged goods but they kind of see her as being a bit dangerous and they want to uh, reduce Mira's presence in the film. The thing is, is that um, apparently Jason Momoa loves working with Amber Heard and, and they're very, very friendly. Amber Heard has made, made sure that she's friends with quite important people, including James Wan and actually Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder said that he really likes working with her on Justice League. Now, do let me know what, what you guys think, actually, if, uh, if any of you, I think, Cisco, you've watched the movie. Uh, just a tease, just a tease in the comments. Did you like um, Amber Heard in the film as Mirror? Because I've heard actually quite good things. Uh, but again, a lot of people out there really don't want to see, they want her gone. They want her gone from the whole thing. They want her gone as Mira. I mean, there's the, the petition on change.org, which is getting close to 2 million signatures now to remove her from the film. Lots of people saying that Amelia Clark is going to be uh, replacing her. We actually um, debunked that. That was not true. We contacted Amelia Clark's uh, publicist and they did actually come back the other day saying that that wasn't true. Um, but uh, it's just it's like one of those things that's just constantly going on, the whole Amber Heard thing. I would love it to end. I would really, really love it to end. But uh, she's also being rumored, um, again, it's, it's from Tanya Rickman again, uh, that she's in talks with Netflix for future, future projects. That may be, that may be the case. That might might be happening. But whether it's going to, whether it means that she's actually going to get uh, shows with them, I'm not sure. Again, it's there's so much hate geared towards her. Of course, that is because of the whole Johnny Depp thing. I just don't see at the moment especially at the moment, uh, anyone like Netflix really aligning themselves with Amber Heard. We're just going to have to wait and see. But as far as Aquaman 2 is concerned, what we were told is that her role is being reduced, but apparently she's now fighting for a bigger role. And what Daniel Rickman is saying, uh, reportedly, because uh, I, I got this from, we got this covered, because, uh, <laughs> you know, again, it's another one of those sites, but it's like they're saying, according to them, because I think they're paying for his for his Patreon, um, they're saying that what he said uh, in the article or in the rumors thing, because I think he just posts lines. I've never been on his Patreon page, but I think he literally just posts little like sentences about things. But he's saying that um, because of her apparently incredible performance in Zack Snyder's Justice League she's now asking for a role 
like a bigger, bigger role in the movie. Um, right. What's going on in the comments? Well, Freddie's talking. So uh, he said, uh, this is about Last of Us Part 2. Hey, the gameplay is amazing and the gore effects are insane. It's a good game in my book. I loved it. The story's not as good as the first, but still engaging. So, of course, he really do, did like, um, <laughs> my brother really did like that that game. Uh, Reese asks, uh, would, you, uh, would you be getting the Evil Dead game? If you're asking me or Freddie, I'm definitely getting the Evil Dead game. The Evil Dead is one of my favorite um, horror franchises of all time. I love it, so I can't wait to to play that. Um, and then Harry Potter game better not disappoint like Cyberpunk. Freddie, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's going to be disappointing. Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but I just have a feeling that's not going to be great. Uh, but I would love. To, I would love it to be really good. Uh, and then Kazakh has agreed. But to be honest, at some point, I checked out the story. Uh, oh, so you're agreeing with him on The Last of Us Part Two? Great. More comments, Freddy, man, Cyberpunk, still waiting for that to get fixed before buying it. I don't know if that's ever going to get fixed. Um, Freddy was showing some uh, some gameplay of that game, and it it looks completely broken. Uh, and then DC Talk Extended, we got this covered, our scum. Yeah, well, they're one of those uh, one of those outlets that like to they what? I, honestly, I look at how much they post every day, and it's probably about fifty articles they're posting every day. Um, and I, I, full disclosure, I, I did actually write a couple of articles for We Got This Covered when after I was um, uh, laid off from my, my job because of the pandemic, and they never paid me. <laughs> so we, we Got This Covered never paid me for my articles. I wrote a couple for them as well. Uh, and as I always say, if you do want to write for small screen, you can. All you need to do is email me. It's edward at small-screen.co.uk. And email me with your feature ideas, and you will. If I, I mean, I, I do. I reply to everybody, and um, we also pay our writers. And what what I want, I've always wanted for small screen, is for it to be a place where people that genuinely love pop culture can come and uh, and write uh, and write about about things that they feel very passionate about. And uh, that's something that I really love about the site. And it, and we do have a lot of writers that write fantastic pieces. Um, and it's just something that I wanted small screen to become. It's not all about me. Uh, okay, they ask him. All right, well, you know, uh, I, I, I think we got this covered. Um, yeah, I wouldn't call them scum. What's, what's like the, the rank below scum? They're kind of like seedy kind of thing, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit that. They, they kind of, um, they're, they're, they're kind of... They're like rumor piddlers. That's what I call them. They're just kind of constantly churning out rumor after rumor after rumor. And uh, 50, 50 articles a day, 50 rumors a day. It's a lot of rumors. Um, I'm crap at writing. It doesn't matter, Reese. I'm a good editor. So if you, if you have an idea, if you want to write about something, and uh, do send it my way. Again, edwards at small-screen.co.uk. And I will look at it, and I will message you. And uh, I again, I always pay my writers. Right, uh, moving on. And moving on to the MCU Fantastic Four is reportedly going to feature a diverse, um, sorry, a diverse cast. So this is actually something that I'm going to be talking about a bit later on, and it's some kind of slightly sad news. I'll tease it now uh, before the exclusive is going up tomorrow. It looks like uh, Amelia, sorry, Amelia, it looks like Emily Blunt has passed on the role of, um, of Sue Storm. In Fantastic Four, that's the last I've heard, and uh, that was really disappointing because I think she's perfect for the role. But it looks like she just didn't want to be, um, she didn't want to sign a multi-contract, a multi-picture deal, and uh, it seems as though we're uh, we're not going to get to see her play Sue Storm. I haven't heard anything about John Krasinski, 
um, but it does seem as though uh, they're moving away from uh, from uh, from Emily Blunt, which is a shame because she would have been really, really perfect. But apparently, they are looking to just bring in some more, I suppose, uh, make a more diverse Fantastic Four, which they kind of tried to do with the um, the Josh Trank version. Um, they brought, they had um, Michael B. Jordan in there as uh, as the Human Torch. They might do something similar in this film. Uh, to be honest. I don't care as long as it works and as long as it's well cast and as long as uh, John Watts does a brilliant job directing this. I really, really don't care. But I, I just want it. I want it so much. I want this film so much. I'm a massive, massive fan of the Fantastic Four and uh, DC Talk with Extender said that's sad news. Yeah, that is sad news. That is really, really sad news. Um, here we go. Uh, Cisco Heard was fine as Miriam Zaxon as Justice League. She was solid in her scenes, in my opinion. It's kind of what I heard. I heard she's pretty good, like, but yeah, not not amazing. So, I thought she was fine in the first film as well. To be honest, um, Freddie says I spent a hundred hours in Cyberpunk. I'm not going back. I, uh, you've done the right thing by waiting, but I don't think it'll ever uh, it'll ever be the game they promised. Yeah, this is about Cyberpunk. Uh, that that game that that kind of uh, I don't. I think F Freddie, you yeah, you played a hundred hours, so you played all of it. Uh, my other brother Robert was really pissed off about that game because they promised a lot. And it, it really didn't deliver, um, which uh, is a shame. It's, it's, it's a real shame. We've got a lot, of, a lot going on about uh, Cyberpunk. Uh, again, I don't have enough time to play video games. I used to play so much. I, I'm basically, well, the only video games I get to play now are on my Switch. And I, I play a lot. So that means I'm playing mostly like Mario, Zelda, and uh, uh, I'm playing a lot of Captain Toad recently. <laughs> and also uh, Super Mario, the, uh, oh, I forgot what it's called. Um, the 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 Super Mario through uh, sixty four Super Mario sixty four and they, they re re released them all. I love that game so much. But yeah, that's because it's just on the go, and I get to play it whenever I'm on the go. Um, but uh, do let me know what you guys think about uh, the Fantastic Four in the comments below. Uh, right. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do like an exclusive segment bit. I did tease an exclusive that I will be talking about in uh, more detail tomorrow. Um, we actually got Fatal J coming on the show tomorrow. Uh, no, Fatal J is coming on the show uh, on Thursday, so I'll be talking about it more then. We're not doing a show tomorrow. I'm taking a day off tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's Super Mario 3D, um, 3D Collection. That's the game I'm playing at the moment. Uh, so I'm doing 64, so then I'll do Mario, Sun uh, Mario Sunshine. Was it after 64? Uh, and then uh, Galaxy. Uh, so they're, they're the games I'm playing at the moment. And Captain Toad is brilliant. I love Captain Toad. It's such a good game. It's such a good game. Right, moving on. Uh, moving on to the exclusive. And this exclusive is actually about um, post Sil Abdul is in the comments. Post stream nap watching Edward stream. Thank you very much, Sil. Um, <laughs> no, as you can obviously tell, no producer tonight, which means that it's very few clips going up. But what I what I'm going to do because you've joined, I'm going to give you this. Yeah, I'm going to give you this. Wow, it's really it's really weird not having a producer. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right, so exclusive time, exclusive, and that's that. Disney is planning to make Alien their next huge franchise. So actually, mega franchise was the. Uh, the term I was told. So basically, uh, I kind of got two scoops and I put them into one. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, separate, I'm gonna, I got one scoop and I put it into two, and I'm gonna do that now. Uh, but the, the first bit of the the uh, the scoop, the first part, is that uh, yes, Disney is planning on making Alien their next mega franchise. So what I was specifically told is that Disney is currently planning out movies and more TV shows based around the Alien property. 
They are looking at, at it as their next mega franchise, which will be geared towards getting more adults subscribing to Disney Plus and Hulu. So what it's going to be doing is they're going to be bringing... So we already knew that they were making this alien um, TV show, which was being made by Noah Hawley and was being executive produced by Ridley Scott, or Sir Ridley Scott. Uh, it seems as though they're going to be doing more shows, but actually more TV, uh, more movies as well. And they're going to be going straight to Disney Plus Star uh, over here in the UK and Hulu in, uh, or I say over here in the UK, here in France and the UK and, um, and Hulu in the United States. I'm not actually sure if it's going to come to Disney Plus Star in France, actually, because we've got a weird thing in France. We can't get Raya and the Last Dragon yet, which is really annoying. So I've had to use a, v a VPN to get it via um, Disney Plus in the UK, which is really annoying because I really want to watch that movie. Um, and then basically I was asking if they I, I asked the, the source, are they going to be making this into like a PG-13 version? Because we've heard a lot about Disney being really against making anything kind of gory and more R-rated. This is what they said. They said, no, these future alien properties will be full-blown action horror. They are not intending to make these upcoming movie, movies and TV shows PG-13. Dis Disney execs see this property and the Predator franchise, which they now also own as their adult offering. Um, and they are hoping to boost their adult subscribers as it seems to be both movies and TV shows they'll that will be put straight to streaming. This is going to be part of their direct to consumer strategy or DTC as they often often refer to it as. So <clears throat> it's really big. It, it's gonna basically they see that I think they're seeing this as a, a like a a subscribe a kind of a, a a streaming only kind of franchise, but it's gonna be huge for them because it's gonna entice more and more adults uh, you know like us to, to subscribe to disney plus ones that haven't done ones that aren't so interested in like the disney star wars marvel stuff and more interested in like the horror stuff there's a lot of people like that out there that still haven't subscribed to it there's a lot of people worldwide and alien and then predator which i'm going to talk about a bit a bit later on are the two franchises that they now own since they bought uh, 20th century fox so i then asked them um <laughs> are we going to get an Alien versus Predator movie? Because they are both together. And they said Predator is also being looked at as one of the franchises that Disney can really learn on moving forward. Sorry, lean on moving forward. They see it as part of their action horror universe, which they are hoping to bring um, to a wider audience into their streaming services. Um, these properties are being developed for both Disney Plus Star and Hulu at the moment. However, there is no Alien versus Predator crossover planned at the moment. This doesn't mean it won't happen in the future. It almost definitely will be a thing that Disney wants to make once they um, get both franchises up and running. Think of it as their Avengers moment, uh, the franchise's Avengers moment. So it could happen. It could happen. That's according to to, <laughs> to our sources about the Alien. I mean, I, I'm a massive Alien fan. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I think it's brilliant. I, I've I've been desperate desperate to get good alien again i was really i just severely let down by prometheus and alien covenants i thought they were terrible i thought prometheus was better i thought covenant was just so it was just so lackluster but one of the things i really did love about um about those alien movies that the, the newer ones was michael fassbender and uh, he's brilliant in those films and yes i hope they get him back as well colin says i hope they get them back so it's just like I'm, I'm excited for this, but I've seen a lot of people online be really negative towards it because of Disney, because of Disney, because they're like, oh, Disney's just going to take this and ruin it, which could happen. It, 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 yeah, it really could happen. But honestly, uh, it's like, 
you know, I, I, I'm I'm really I, I'm I'm hopeful because they are getting interesting people involved. Like Noah Hawley is just such a good content. Uh, he's su he's such a good um, showrunner. He's a really good writer. So if you don't know him, he made the Fargo series. Uh, he made uh, Legion as well, and he was going to make a Star Trek film, but that fell through. He was going to make a Doctor Doom film, but that fell through. So uh, it's just it's one of, it's one of those things. I'm I'm. Let's say I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I, I hope they don't they don't botch it up like they did. Uh, Alien, the Alien short film on YouTube are fantastic. Uh, please hire some of those directors. Um, what I really would like to, would like to see them do is get Neil Blomkamp to come back and do the Alien movie that he was going to do with Sigourney Weaver. That looked incredible. It was going to be like an Alien Five, and it was going to be a continuation of um, of the Alien of of the Alien kind of original Alien franchise. Uh, which I, I was really interested in seeing. I'd, I'd love them to do that, but I'm not sure if they're going to. I'm wondering if they're going to get more people, like some young, some younger directors to do it, like they're doing with the Predator films. But do let me know what you guys think about that. And let me know if you are an Alien or Aliens fan, or if you like both, because I am one of those people that I love Alien and I'm not crazy about Aliens. <laughs> right, let's go back to the comments before I go on to the next... Uh, the next scoop and that's uh, uh freddie <laughs> freddie's really anyone play Mon monster hunter ed did you watch the paul ws anderson movie uh no i was never sent uh, the screener for that which is really annoying because i really, really wanted to watch it and i know you're really into monster hunter that is a game that i just never managed to get into i think it's just bonkers uh and it's uh the world looks amazing as kazakh says uh, never played monster hunter the world looked good though honestly it's one of those games i would love to get into but it seems really really difficult and sil abdulink says uh <laughs> aliens dope so sil is obviously an aliens fan <laughs> um and uh you know that's fine that's fine it, it just I, there are some moments in that film that really annoyed me mainly the game over man bit was a bit annoying but one film that I really do love, and now we're going on to the next exclusive, is Predator. I think Predator is fantastic. I love, love, love that movie. And um, we don't have any... Do we have any Predator clips? Uh, yes, we do. That wasn't meant to be so long. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Predator is one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, they're doing more. They are doing more. Uh, so <laughs> they're doing another Predator movie. So Predator 5 sounds crap. <laughs> and uh, like, it's... <laughs> Sorry, I just want to see... Uh, can't wait for that Justice League. Uh, can't wait for the Justice League to stream this Thursday. Yes, David. None of us can wait. We're all very lucky. We're all very much looking forward to it. But basically, what's happening is they're doing more, um, more Predators. So they're doing more Predator stuff. So we already knew that they're doing another Predator movie with Dan Trackenberg. I think he's that's how you say his name. He's the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is a really good movie. The plot basically leaked to that and i will agree with you on that the the plot doesn't sound great but i don't really want to judge a film before i see it so i'm hoping it's going to be good but apparently disney is planning on making a, um, a predator series for disney plus so this is another one of the franchises that they now own since um <clears throat> sorry since they they bought 20th century fox and my source told me that uh uh that 
that it was going to this new series was going to be coming to Disney Plus Star in the UK and Europe and Hulu in the United States. They said, I can tell you that Disney is planning on making a Predator series, which will come to the uh, to Disney Plus Star where you are in France and in the UK in the um, sorry and the UK and the rest of Europe. It'll come to Hulu in the US. So then this is um, Predator is looked at as being one of the franchises that Disney can really. This is the same quote as before, which is why I said I kind of put two exclusives. Uh, sorry, one exclusive into two, which is cheeky of me, I know, but they are different franchises. And basically, the 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 the, the news here is that they're making a series based on Predator. So I did ask for some story like leaks and stuff like that, but they weren't able to tell me, tell me anything. All they were saying is that this being planned, that Disney is very keen on making this um, a big, big franchise. So it's basically going to be like the Alien and Predator cinematic universe they're they're doing, and it makes sense because it's one of I think it's one of the most um, not not really underrated, but but one of one of the kind of most unloved franchises that they've got. We we saw such awful like the last Predator film, the Shane Black one, was terrible. It was so bad, and it was actually offensive. That film was terrible. But Predators, which I re I watched recently on Disney Plus, is really good. <laughs> That's the one with um, is it Adrian Brody? Is that the Adrian Brody? Not Adam Brody. It's, it's one of the Brodies. Uh, but it's really really good that film. I really really enjoyed it, and um, it's uh, it's just one of one of those films that I've uh, I think has actually got a lot of flack for some reason, but it's actually quite good. So if you do have the chance, uh, do go and watch that again because it is really good. But it's not, of course, it's not um, a stitch on the uh, the original Predator film. And I'm just looking right now in if because he's <laughs> Predator. Um, sorry, uh, producer James has put in so many clips. I'm looking to see if, if he's put any other clip from Predator. It doesn't look like he has. Uh, but what I'm going to put this. Knock, knock. <laughs> there we go. That's that, that's one from Predator. And uh, such a good film. The first Predator film is so good. I'd really, really like to see uh, them bring Arnie back. But uh, I don't think he's going to. That's, again, one of the best one of the best action movies of all time. Such a good action film. And I'm really happy that they're doing more. It's going to be interesting to see it in a series. And they're doing a, a, a movie. But seeing a Predator series will be really interesting. Seeing an Alien series is going to be really interesting. But they are doing more movies and more TV shows. So it's basically going to be like the MCU. But uh, a horror, action horror kind of MCU stuff. And it probably will all culminate in an Alien versus Predator big finale which i think is pretty darn cool right before i go uh i wanted to just quickly mention one exclusive i don't think i got to mention on a, another stream I, I maybe i did mention it on the super team megaforce chat uh sorry i can't even say <laughs> super team megaforce yeah that was right super team megaforce chat because we were talking uh but yes uh john travolta and um uh <laughs> it's late for me john travolta and nicholas cage sorry are in talks uh, to return for the face-off sequel. So it was revealed a couple of uh, weeks ago that Adam Wingard is uh, is directing a face-off sequel. So it was originally said it was going to be a remake, but then no uh, deadline said, no, it's going to be a sequel. So then I was asking around, and apparently they are, like Adam Wingard has a plan on how to bring back Nicolas Cage, which if you've watched the original John Woo face-off, he dies in that movie. <laughs> so how are they going to bring him back? I have no idea. But but um, it seems as though uh, um, um, John Travolta is playing the same character. So, of course, it'll be uh, the detective character. I'm blanking on his name right now. But no, it looks like they're doing it, and it looks like it's uh, it's it's going to have both of them, which I think is pretty cool. I would be really interested to see how they bring Nicolas Cage back. I will watch anything. I've even watched... 
that really awful film that he's just done with, which is basically uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, just it's really not good uh, which stars Nicolas Cage it's terrible it's terrible but I, I still watched it anyway because I love Nicolas Cage and if you're a big fan of Nicolas Cage like I am then you have to watch Mandy Mandy is insane it's a brilliant movie uh, do watch that uh, so I'm just going to go over the uh, the do a kind of a quick fire round uh, so Reese wanted me to play the son of a bitch clip but um, I couldn't find it uh, I'm going to have to try and find it um I've got you're fired, you're late, you lie. Ah, he's got so many. He's got so many back here. He's got this you're one. Funny guy, Sally. <laughs> uh, which other one? Shield face, funny guy, wrong. Here we go. Here we go. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's for you, Reese. I found it in the end. This is this is why you need a producer to do these shows. Uh, then Reese says, "I mean, the last Predator film script leak, and it was so crap." And look how that turned out. The the last Predator, the Predator was terrible. It was so bad. Uh, and then David says they should go back to how they started to do an origin story of Predator. That could be quite cool. I, I would really like to see a series that is kind of done the other way round, um, like a human ending up on the Predator's planet. I think that would be really cool. And then kind of switch the roles around and have them kind of, yeah, like almost like an origins film and explain why they're so obsessed with coming back to Earth all the time. Uh, I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Narcos guy one sucked. Uh, which was that? That that was the Predator with that was the Shane Black one that he was in. I can't, I'm blanking on his name actually. Boyd Hillbrook was that his name? The, the guy in uh, Narcos. Uh, yeah, Brody one was good. So Freddie agrees with me. Uh, Predator 2, better than Predators. Highly underrated. I watched Predator 2 recently and it is highly underrated. I really, really like that film. I, th I still think Predators is better. Because it's kind of more stripped down. It's a bit of a silly premise, though. But it's like Battle Royale, really, just with Predators in it. But I did like it. Uh, I, I do like Predator 2 as well. I do like Predator 2 as well. Um, I'll finish off. <laughs> uh, right, this one, I will I will say this at the very end, okay? <laughs> uh, they should call it the WCU, the Wayland Cinematic Universe. That's a fantastic idea. They should call it that. Oh, man, Wayland yutani We should get more Wayland yutani stuff. Um <laughs> And uh, it's going to, yes, it is going to be live action. So uh, they should make a live action, love action version, Ooh, a love action version of the Predator comic, uh, a live action version of the Predator comic where he teams up with the pirates. Oh, that'd be brilliant. That'd be a brilliant, brilliant idea. What the thing I've always wanted to see, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, Batman Dead End, which is a um, it's a really good fan uh, fan film on on YouTube. And that has that starts off with Batman fighting Predator and then it ends up with the aliens turning up. Actually starts off with Batman fighting the Joker, actually. Um, I think sadly the actor that played the Joker and that died as well. Uh, but that that is something that they, sh they should really look at making into a some sort of like film because that would be so cool. Imagine Batman versus Predator versus Alien. That would be super cool. <laughs> I'd love to watch that. Uh, I alien, <laughs> brilliant love action. I want to see a love action predator movie, predator rom com. Hmm, I wonder how that would be. <laughs> uh, right. So, and, and as I said before, I'm going to end on this. So, this Friday, we've got Super Team Mega Force. It's late, I can't do the voice as well as, it, as I can normally, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that. We're going to have all sorts of people, we're going to be talking Justice League. Uh, it's going to be great, it's going to be really good fun. I'm going to have to, I'm going to finally see uh, Justice League. I can't wait. I'll probably see it twice, which means Thursday, uh, yeah, th yeah, Thursday. 
probably nothing on small screen during the day, I'm going to be honest. And um, uh, Predator, sorry, uh, DC talk with this saying this is, I love Predator. Predator's brilliant. Uh, there are three Batman versus Predator comics. There are, and they're, they're actually quite good. They're, they are actually quite good. Uh, they're not terrible. I, I, when I first, I think it was Dark Horse that did those. And they are pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, so um, uh, I, I really, really like that. And I'd love to see Batman fight Predator in live action or love action. But uh, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. It's, Warner Brothers and DC, and sorry, Disney now, will um, never work together on that, which is such a shame because that would be such an epic movie. But yeah, I, I'm going to now say goodbye. Thank you very much, guys, for watching. It's been a, a real pleasure talking to you guys tonight. Uh, I, again, we're all excited to see Justice League. Uh, so we can't wait. Tune in on Friday where um, we'll be talking all things Justice League. No live tomorrow, unfortunately. I'm sorry about that, but uh, I just need some time off before we got uh, Thursday's stream. We're going to have Fatal J on, so that's going to be really cool. I'm going to talk to him about probably all things DC as well. If you could also follow us, everyone, on social media, that'd be great. That's Small Screen Co. And uh, you can follow me at EJ Lauder, and this will be released as a podcast later on uh, that you can find at Small Screen Stories. And uh, what else can I say? Yeah, five-star rating for that would be brilliant. And like and subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, there isn't there isn't a sorry there isn't a Dread versus Predator Alien comic. There's a Dread for there there is there is a Dread versus Predator comic. It's really good. It's really good. Um, and I think there's also a, a, a Dread versus Alien one. I'm pretty sure there is. So do go and check those. And yes, oh oh, uh, for some reason my internet conks out. Happens. I'm in France. Internet's not brilliant here. I do my I do the best I can. I'm actually wired into the internet as well, which wasn't great. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much, guys, for watching. And I'm sorry about the rambly end. Uh, these ends are difficult uh, for me because I don't want to end the streams. I never want the streams to end. But uh, again, no live stream tomorrow. Thursday, there will be one. Friday, there'll be the big one. And thank you very much, guys, for watching. And I'll see you in the next one. Cheers and goodbye.